Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Angry Fans Anime Entertainment Edition. I'm your host, Afro, and with me, I got my boy, Silky Pesos. How you doing tonight, man? Doing all right, yourself? Doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. So we're going to jump right into it. On our last episode, we hyped up a show that we thought was going to be here for a couple years to come. We thought we were going to get multiple seasons, but Jupiter's Legacy has just been canceled by Netflix, which it has shocked a lot of people. Because the week it premiered, it was the number one show in the world. Not not just on Netflix, on all streaming platforms. Nothing had more watched minutes than Jupiter's Legacy. So after hearing that, man, what are your thoughts? What's going on in your mind? Because I was highly disappointed. They uh, they certainly ended it and called it. I mean, it is what it was, a legacy. They, they were like, here you go, done. And now it's a <laughs> legacy. Now you never know. How, but... I, I'm a little, uh, I was blown away because like you said, we just covered it the last episode <laughs> and then immediately like I woke up and it was just like canceled. And I was just like, the very it. next morning. It was, yeah. The, the next morning. And I was just like, that's, that's messed up. Cause I wanted to watch it with a bunch of other people too and have them check it out. Cause I thought it was a dope story. So I, I was, I was, I was upset with it. I, I, I'm hoping somebody picks it up just like you can get a bunch of us to, jump up for the Snyderverse and the Snyder Cut. I'm pretty sure you can get that. Look what they did with the Sonic design. Get enough people on the internet upset. They'll switch it over. Somebody will pick them up. Well, I tried looking into this and I even shared an image with you from Josh Dumal's uh, Instagram page where he posted a sad Santa Claus look. <laughs> and uh, he said, what's up, Net- uh, Hulu? Like, yeah, I saw that but they'll do. But a lot of people don't realize um, Millar, the comic book writer for the show, uh, mm-hmm. All of his work was actually purchased by Netflix. And uh, even though we got the sad news that Jupiter's Legacy was canceled, they actually announced a new show in the same awesome. Jupiter's Legacy world called Super Crooks. And yeah. Super Crooks is going to be coming soon. Uh, it's going to, once again, it's going to be the same world, but instead of focusing on the heroes, this time it's only going to focus on the villains. Yeah. So with that being said, because we saw who the main villain was besides Blackstar in the end, which was the biggest cliffhanger, which was his brother. Do you think he's going to be a part of Super Crooks? I mean, it'd be nice for them to tie it in, especially if he's a a mind manipulator. Charles Xavier who can fly. So, (laughs) like, I mean, it'd be dope to have him tie in it to somewhere, but, like, it's an opportunity for them to use that, see what what they get a bounce back. I'm surprised that they would cancel it because he got such a huge viewing and ratings were up for it, so... Why not just be like most places you hear as soon as the season's end is like, oh, we're already renewed. But to hear that it was canceled immediately, I was like, whether it had backlash or not, I don't understand. But hopefully they can re reemerge that there's no way you just leave that story on a cliffhanger like that and, and end it. Not not in these years. I've exactly. seen a lot of things get sequels and prequels. There's no way no one's not going to pick this up and, and continue with it. Well, if I had the money, I Netflix do it. owns the right. So I don't know what's going to happen. But that's why I'm hoping with Super Crooks, you know, we get some kind of closure with what we saw in season one of Jupiter's Legacy. So you see, the only reason I forgive Netflix and I don't cancel them like they cancel the shows because they have all my other shows on there. And I'm like, you guys are lucky. I have like 19 <laughs> other shows I'm trying to watch right now. And you just took one of them and say, hey, it's not coming back. You're lucky I'm busy. You guys keep me busy. <laughs> but it's just like to hear that show. And after like we just did the podcast, I thought it was kind of funny. Like the next day, 
canceled. And I was just like, bro, we just hyped that up. Yeah, I was really <laughs> bullshit, but I couldn't help but laugh. Um, a I lot of people too. don't know. Um, Malar, the writer of the comic book, once again, he is the same writer who worked with Marvel Comics. And he actually wrote the storylines for Civil War, which they made Captain America Civil War. He also wrote the storyline for Old Man Logan, which okay. they made the movie Logan based off of. So they've yeah. been hyping up Jupiter's Legacy for so long because they had the work of one of the best writers in the business. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden we just saw this. So it's just like, what the fuck? But now I am super excited for Super Crooks. Just the title alone just sounds so badass. And the villains yeah. that I saw in Jupiter's Legacy... I hope we get to see uh, them continue the story once again. Yeah, I agree. You got anything else to add about Jupiter's legacy, man? Uh, I really hope somebody picks it up. That's, I mean, I, know I said that once <laughs> I hate to repeat myself, but it's just. It would be dope if Hulu did pick it up. I, I love seeing even Josh if it's not even, that. but once even again, if it's because not Netflix Hulu. owns the right, unless they sell yeah, it, exactly. I, I don't see it happening. Like I'm saying, Netflix could say it's canceled and then the next morning, maybe because it's that's happened with their other shows. And some like usually somebody enough people on the Internet saying, no, 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 no. no. I mean, I have seen it over to other shows, especially with, um, you know, when Fox was trying to cancel uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, yeah. and the outpour of love and support from other people. I've only yeah. seen a few seasons uh, on Hulu. Um, I wasn't a, a fan show. of when it first dropped, but it is a funny fucking show. It's such, it's such a good show. Uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, I can't wait to finally finish all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watch way too many other shows to be caught up to with everything all at once. Yeah. But all right, man, let's move on to another streaming service. Um, we have a new show that's getting ready to premiere on June 9th. Uh, I'm very fucking excited for it. I know you're excited for it. We have Loki yeah. coming. Uh how are you? How excited are you for this, man? What, what are you expecting to see out of this, bro? All right, so he had something. Was he one of the original writers for Rick and Morty? Yes, did you say? All yes. right, so I've seen the trailers, and now more and more as I'm looking at the bigger picture, Loki is damn near Rick Sanchez, and I think this I'm is so gonna happy be the dope because I was gonna say this that. Is, <laughs> like I'm noticing it now. I'm like, he's just jumping through portal guns, and I'm like, and there's just no more. Morty is Owen Wilson, like just like an old version of Morty. Just like I have to evaluate you to see if you can be let into the, the population of Rick. So like this looks really good. And also it's about time they put like a lot of shine on Loki. He's like he's probably one of the better characters of the MCU. And to know like, to get that surprise of him getting out of the movie Endgame and where they're going to put him with the time, like the time police. I'm hoping that was I'm so hoping fire, we get bro. to see if dude and with uh they just said that uh thor love and thunder finished wrapping up so i'm kind of hoping whatever we see in the loki series is going to be a part of love thor it's going to end the timeline of love and thunder i'm kind of hoping for something like that since the movie's done wrapping up i would like to think that so it would be nice to see if they're connected and it'd be nice to see if we're going to see anybody else from the mcu because uh, he has a fix he has to fix the timeline so He's, he's messed up several universes. This is going to be an adventure. It's Rick. It's Rick Sanchez, but Loki. It's dope. So it's funny that you say that because that's basically what this six episode series is about. It's going to be yeah. about Loki um, battling himself and his demons. He's going to be going through many different timelines versus across the multiverse. Um, mm-hmm. So he's going to be running into a lot of himself. Um, and we're, I guess we're going to see Loki finally see the the true terrible person that he really was and. Maybe we'll see him become a good person at the end of it. You know, uh, I, I don't know 
But I'm, I'm very excited to see. I, I'm hoping for a juice up uh, bad Loki. <laughs> I need him to come back. Let me oh, we're go. definitely going to, because once again, we're going to see many different versions of Loki throughout all six episodes. We still haven't seen, uh, what's her name? The Enchantress? She's still like, she was a big part, like a tag team duo with Loki, and they always got the best of Thor. But I, I'm, I've noticed how the MCU is really like. I'm I'm sure we'll see uh, Lady Loki the, in, the, in the show. No, not Lady Loki, the Enchantress herself. No, I know. I, I, I'm sure we'll we'll see Lady I, Loki. I, I, I'm sure I, I, we'll I, I, see something with the sure. Enchantress. Um, I don't know if if you've seen. Um, but Michael Waldron, he also came out and said, you know, the events of this movie is going to lead up to uh, part of what happens in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. In the Madness of the Multiverse, it's also going to tie into Ant Man three. Um, and I believe part of what happens in Loki is is going to be the reason we get Kang the Conqueror. Now, um, so i'm excited so when you bring up love and thunder I, I think we will see some of that i do know it's yeah. going to have something to do with dr strange 2 and uh and man 3 like i just said i don't know if it will go into anything else but a, a lot of people don't realize that marvel has always been talking about bringing the young avengers to life and kid loki is a part of the young avengers team so with him going across the multiverse and seeing all these different timelines i do think we're going to see it kid loki, kid loki at some point or another the future of the young Avengers. So I'm excited and I can't fucking wait. Um, there's just so much that can possibly go wrong and so much fun that can happen with this. Like to me, Tom Hiddlestead is one of the best actors in the MCU. And like you said earlier, it's, it's about time he got his shine. We've only Bro. seen small parts of Loki. And so now that we get about, hopefully I'm hoping each episode's about an hour long. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping we get a lot of runtime with uh tom hiddleston on the screen but that um that uh owen wilson morty comparison is fucking genius man that's <laughs> literally what it is no because if you think about it, rick and morty and we're you know we're gonna talk about dan Harmon and uh once again mr waldron himself who left rick and morty to to start working with marvel um if you look at the comparisons he did a lot of time jumping he had the time police come after him um so yeah. it this it's just it's perfect and they picked yeah. i think they picked the perfect man for the job honestly I'm excited for it, and I'm like more excited that it's a week away. Now, since we brought up Rick and Morty, let's go into the next topic. Uh, Rick and Morty season five does stop, and uh, it hits all of our television screens on June 20th. So I'm fucking mm-hmm. excited about that. I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. Love Dan Harmon, love Justin Roiland, and I love all the writers that have been a part of that. But a lot of people don't know is Dan Harmon keeps losing all of his team to Marvin. Uh, Kevin Feige keeps just taking everybody. And I just think it's fucking hilarious. Just to name a few people, you know, we have the Russo brothers who worked with Harmon on Community. Uh, we just brought on Michael Waldron, who worked on a few seasons. Um, and now he is the head writer of Loki. Um, he also worked on Doctor Strange 2, like we said. Um, but he's also working with Kevin Feige on a new Star Wars project that we'll speak about later. But the man, he's probably just living his dream right now. From going from Community to Rick and Morty to Loki, Doctor Strange, and any, now even Star Wars, the guy is just taking Hollywood by storm. And I, I just think that's incredible. So I want to give the guy his roses now. Congratulations to him. That's awesome. Um, what, what do you think about Kevin Feige stealing all the talent? Well, I don't think of it much as stealing the talent. It's just I think he underst- him and whoever's joining his camp understand each other and probably had a bigger vision while working with each other over the years and not for nothing we're now in a big time of a woke movement so like it's not just the 
the crooked celebrities and crooked politicians. You also have these crooked company owners of these films who are like treating these people bad and not paying them enough and not taking care of them. So I agree with you 100% to where I believe, you you know, Kevin Feige and Marvel, they give you that leeway, that freedom to, you know, just take full control and have all the creativity in the world. I haven't heard anything bad about Marvel Studios or Kevin Feige and what they do with these producers and writers. So, uh, and as you see, everything they put out into the MCU, it's a beautiful thing that everybody loves. So clearly they're doing something right. Yeah. Um, just to name a couple other people, Jessica Gao is somebody else that they took from Rick and Morty. She is writing the She-Hulk show. And then yeah. uh, there's also another man by the name of Jeff Loveness who worked with Jessica Gao alongside Dan Harmon with Rick and Morty. He is the writer for Ant-Man 3 and the Quantum uh, Mania. So, okay. uh, once again, all people who are used to working with, you know, space and sci-fi and all this crazy timeline jumping bullshit. Even the comedy stuff, because like you said, most of those, some of those people worked with each other on Community. And you know how long ago Community started? Like, and it's they still have talked years, about watch to this day. They, they have years of work together. So it's just, right. it's really good to see them get their due and their their direction and their their vision seen i wonder if i can get one of them to come on the show i would love to reach out to these people because it's not somebody you don't hear people really talk about these guys so i would love to see if i can invite them on and we can interview them you know just pick their brain and ask them questions um i just think it would would be be perfect that would be dope because they've been working like some of the best movies we've seen in the past 10 years a lot of them have worked on it some of the best shows we've seen yes 15 20 years Part of the reason yeah, I have a lot of this merchandise behind me is because of some of these people I just named. So yeah. I would love to just pick their brains and get to know them. Uh, do you have anything else to add on um, the writing or the teams that we just discussed? Hey, man. I'm ha- I'm not. I mean, I'm glad they get to do what they want to do now. It's, it stinks that they had to deal what they had to deal with. But, that, you know, sometimes you got to deal with the grit to get, you know, to get to the good and they all they all made out pretty well yeah. so I'm, I'm happy they got their shot it stinks they probably had to go through some crap that they didn't even want to go through maybe they had a good time a good ride maybe they're just growing by branching out they're just growing as they get older and like these people are going to be like they're not going to be they are the directors and the, like they are the they're the visionaries now yeah so let them get there too because I'm sorry, enough for nothing. Sci-fi and anime has been popping. <laughs> and it's like, oh, of, there's there's so many people, like I've met a few people in life who were just like, I don't watch that kind of stuff. And I was just like, well, it's a shame because uh, it's there's some good movies. And hey, <laughs> when like, I was if- a kid, I was that guy. I would go to my grandfather's house and he was watching Star Trek or yeah, Stargate I mean, or my, all these other shows. And and I my just grandmother. Didn't get it. But I was watching my grandmother watch- the time. And then as I got older, I just grew into loving all of it. Um, Me and my grandmother watched Xena and Hercules together, every, <laughs> like every weekend, like Kevin Sorbo and Lucy Lawless, bro. Because my thing was, I was obsessed with Greek mythology, but I'm not trying to get off topic. But it was just like I grew up on, like my grandmother also be like, oh, this is that action hero, this is that action hero, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and all these people. She knew who Billy. She, I, I took her to meet uh, Billy D. Williams at a convention center. She got all dressed that, up. That's like, awesome. Man, I was like, man, to chill out. And she was just like, it's Billy D. Williams. I got to get all dressed up. And I was just, I was like, my grandmother was the, like, looking like she was trying to pick up Billy D. Williams at the convention center. It was so funny. But I digress. Um, Let me ask you a tough. question real quick. I want to ask our own little, you know, multiverse question. Because uh, 
as you see, Kevin Feige is taking all this talent from Dan Harmon. So if the roles were reversed, if Dan mm. Harmon was in charge of Marvel, do you think we would still have the same MCU? Because Ke- mm. we're all seeing Kevin Feige's image board come to life. He's the one who's planned all of this out for decades. Now, Dan Harmon, who is a huge fan of Marvel as well, he's worked with Marvel. So he's not he's not being snubbed. He is working with them as well. Do you see uh, Dan Harmon doing good things in the Marvel Universe instead of Kevin Feige if the roles were reversed? If the roles were reversed, I don't think so, because they kind of seem like they come from the same timeline. I mean, things would be different, but they they also all come from the same. We work together on different projects that back then they didn't know if it would take off and it ended up taking off and doing as well as they did. And then some of them would go away for a while, come back. And a lot of these people like, dude, a lot of the shows on FX. A lot of them, a lot of these people have worked on those shows. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's really good to see that. And a lot of them built, like, made their own energy and didn't really build off any other vibes. Because, I mean, community compared to, I'll say, Seinfeld. Like, if it's just two different categories of comedy, but at the same time, it was just like, they both had a pattern. Back then in the day, Seinfeld... (laughs) had its pattern but community had a, a whole crowd of people like everybody i know has seen community and then a lot of people some people still don't know donald glover is childish Campino. yeah that, that <laughs> blows my mind and yeah, i'm some not people even are just like no because they're like no he has a beard he doesn't i'm like you're so dumb <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yo bro I'm just, it, it was so dope to see his growth because i've i've never seen somebody fight so hard as an actor for like Star Wars and Marvel or musician things or a musician as well, too. He's he is quite the talent. And uh, another man who is also in the Marvel and Star Wars universe. So. Like I'm all for it. He's and he's Lando, bro. Yeah. I took my grandmama to see the, re- the real Lando. So it's just like, yo, he's, he's also Lando. Prowler. He's also yep, Prowler. He's the Prowler. And he voiced uh, Deadpool. He voiced Deadpool in the animated series. So and uh, he's and he's Virgil. I love that show. Shout out to Glover. He's he's winning in all categories. Yes. All right, man, but let's get back on topic. We're going to move to the next segment. Uh, This one's kind of fun because, you know, we've also talked about in our very first episode, Mortal Kombat. So and we got we left off and we talked about in that episode of Johnny Cage. It ended with that poster. And but we never got to see the face. It just showed a back shot and didn't even show the head. So now the question is, that's because it was the video game character. Yeah. Now that, that was that is, was the poster. <laughs> who's gonna play Johnny Cage? Um, Ryan Reynolds himself and a bunch of fans are coming out saying that they would love to see him do it. Um, but from reports, WB are saying that they would love to get Charlie Hunnam, uh, the man who played Jackson Sons of Anarchy. Um, he is also a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, so they're saying he can you know take the physical, you know, upkeep of handling a movie like that. Um, what are your thoughts on those two? Would you rather see Ryan Reynolds or would you rather see Charlie Hunnam? And then I have a list of other people we'll talk about afterwards. But between those two, would you rather see Ryan Reynolds or Charlie Hunnam? Okay, I would rather not see Johnny Cage in this movie because what? I'm thinking back to PJ. Let's think back to when Cole walks out of the locker room. It's not. It's not. It's not what. It's who. And I was just like, bro, you. You should have died. Kung Lao should have <laughs> wrong chosen one die. Bro, Kung Lao died, and this clown beat Goro with his Black Panther arm. Bro, Johnny, I hope Johnny Cage needs 
Johnny Cage needs to be John Cena. I'm sorry. Or The Rock. Like, someone needs Are to come and actually. Are you kidding me? No, no. I'm just saying it because I'm just bullshitting. But it's just like, I like, like, Johnny Cage is going to need to be the best thing that movie's ever seen because there were some problems with the movie. But at the same time, like, I did enjoy the movie. But at the same time, I was just like, <sighs> I was like, I could, like, Johnny Cage should have been in the beginning. Like, if anything, they should have found Raiden. No, no. I don't know. It's how are they going to do all this? It's it's very confusing. But Johnny Cage, Charlie Hunnam, I don't know. Would you rather? Uh, I love him. I love Charlie Hunnam. I would. I I can see why Ryan Reynolds, but my problem is Ryan Reynolds can't stop being Ryan Reynolds or Deadpool. So it's just all see Deadpool on that screen. Every time Ryan Reynolds touched the screen now for me, even when he was in Hobbs and Shaw, I was just like, dude, he's just Wade Wilson now. He's, He's Ryan Reynolds. He's. It's like Kevin Hart trying to be someone else in a movie, but you can't. He's Kevin Hart, bro. Like they they've built that entire character, so they don't have to be anybody from a game. They just have to be who they are. And I just don't think Ryan Reynolds can. I would love to see him as Johnny Cage be funny, Ryan Reynolds, but I just don't think. I think he's way too a list for Mortal Kombat. Really? Just because. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat didn't really bring anybody crazy famous into the movie. You're right. When you think about it, like there's a lot of people we re- recognize from other films, but like the most famous person for me in that movie was Hanzo, <laughs> Scorpion, because of the movies I've watched. Yeah, yeah, no, he's very well there's, known. In a and lot then of the, films. the guy who played the guy who played Sub Zero too, as well. But it's just like, like not everybody in that movie reached out, and like a lot of like for Kano, I was like, oh, dude, he's from. House of Lies. That's awesome. Like, yeah, um, but, Josh Lawson. And we're going to talk about him next. He actually re- made a recommendation saying uh, Chris Marsden, the guy who played mm-hmm. Cyclops in the X-Men films, would be a great job uh, at playing Johnny Cage. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think he would be good at that role? He would. But we ta- when we uh, chatted about this earlier, I had said that I feel like he has. He's established himself for more of a. Like a family, family kids role, family role, yeah. After the Sonic movie did so great, the movie Hop, like, but the movie Hop, like he does real good with animated characters being popped up around him. But the best part is, like, even though they did the when everybody complained about the original Sonic design, he already did that movie with that awful design. He probably didn't even see what it looked like, but he had already did such a great job. Yeah. And then I love excited about the sequel. funeral. You see what I'm saying? I would, I could, but he could be Johnny Cage. But at the same time, I'm like, I would rather see him return as Cyclops. Like, that's just like he, like, he, when he puts the shades on, he killed it. But then there's, I get off topic. He was, I would like him more than I would like Ryan Reynolds. But at the same time, I don't think he would make that step for that gory movie to be Johnny Cage. Unless he, unless he's got like a stashed away performance. Like, oh, I used to practice being Johnny Cage or some shit like that. But, All right. Yeah. So let me throw another name at you. And this next name is the one that I'm hoping for. I think it'd be a good addition. Um, Henry Golden. You know, he's uh, the main actor uh, from Snake Crazy Eyes. Rich Asians. He was also in The Gentleman. Um, he's also uh, lined up to be Snake Eyes in the next G.I. Joe movie that's going to be coming out in October. So he's in he at this point is an A-list actor. So I know earlier you said you didn't want an A-list actor, but he's somebody who's also not as well known in yeah. action roles. So would you like to see him play Johnny Cage, even though he's would, an Asian actor? Well, I would, would give that, that a shot. 
No, because it was nice to see Mortal Kombat stuck to most of its uh, generic roots when it came to the story. When they yeah, did, yeah, this, like, this director didn't whitewash the yeah, characters. When, yeah, when they did Raiden, when they did Scorpion, when they did Sub-Zero's, and when they did Shang Tsung. So it's just like, I would be interested in seeing that type of Johnny Cage because I feel, we, we had talked about it earlier, like pompous Asian pop star, cocky all the time out in clubs causing trouble all the time movie star wreck like it'd be nice to it, they could they could pull it off i think they could pull it off and, and he can play powerful characters and i think he could play johnny cage very fucking well and i think he would surprise a lot of people and uh if anybody gets upset that johnny cage is an asian guy they're, <laughs> they're just fucking idiots <laughs> it is what it is not everybody can be happy i mean johnny cage is an american movie star he can Henry Golden can play an American movie star because he. Well, I'm about to say what 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 wasn't more American than Bruce Lee? He was a freaking superstar, 100%, like hundred percent, the most American thing he ever did. And I was just like, yeah, he, he did his thing across the world, but like he came here and became an American star, and like even if it was a American star of Asian descent. Like it was. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I would be interested in seeing Snake Eyes play. Now, er- earlier you made a comment. I know it was a joke where you said you'd rather see John Cena or The Rock play Johnny Cage. But there is a lot of people out there asking for this dude, The Miz from WWE. Now, I'm not a yeah. wrestling guy. I've seen clips of him, but he's funny. I personally wouldn't want to see that just because I would want to see an actual actor. But, you know, Dave Batista, The Rock. <laughs> Even John Cena, they've proved me wrong in acting in movies now. So, yeah. I mean, I'm tired of seeing wrestlers become movie stars, but it is what it is. It's um, who they've been built to be. Well, at least I think those wrestlers from that generation, there's a couple out now, but it, I think like The Rock, Stone Cold, and them made a part of Hollywood where they could welcome them into many roles and many things. Oh, I mean, it, it all and started with Hulk Hogan, man. Hulk exactly. Doing a lot of movies back in the exactly. Day. Exactly. So it's just like once I saw The Rock take off, like The Rock was always my guy. So now he's like, the number one paid actor in in Hollywood. Now look at the character of The Miz. He's legit. Got a show. Like him and his wife got a show, and he's just he's every time I see a commercial, I laugh my ass off. Like see, yeah, I, I didn't everything. know he had a show. I don't, I don't know anything about this guy. He, so he, to he me, does, he's unknown. Oh, uh, I don't know. I've never followed his wrestling career, but once he like made it big enough to be like. Whoever he was in wrestling, he got a show on, like, I, I believe, E Hollywood or e, e Entertainment. And, like, the show's been going for, I think, at least three seasons. At least. Yeah. So, like, it's just like, hey, we had these kids. This is our life. We have this money. I'm going to do something crazy with my money. Here's my family. Here's my friends. Here's the wacky stuff. And it's just like, the show's been going for a while. So, somebody's watching it. So, let me ask you this now. Uh, enough about the Miz, because I don't think he'll get a chance either way. Uh, if he does. Props to him. I'm still going to watch the movie. But a lot of people are dropping the name Chris Evans. And before Chris Evans became Captain America, he did a lot of corny, raunchy comedies. Dude, not another team movie. He could definitely be Johnny Cage. That's what I'm saying. Not even just another team movie, but I loved him in Scott Pilgrim Against the World. I I thought he did a great job in that. That was one of my favorite top 10 movies of all time. Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world was like the most lit film and it did not get the recognition it got when it came out. And like, I got the games. I want to get, I need to recollect the comics. Scott Pilgrim versus the world was lit. He had such a small role in that movie, but he was still he fucking was so hilarious. Good. He was mad funny. He and the fact that no he problem, was dude. able to go from Scott Pilgrim and not another team movie to become Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. I mean, I'm um, not going to forget that he was, the, you know, 
in the Fantastic Four where he really got his, you know, super uh, he, was, he was great. He was great. Did you see him in a, a push with Dakota Fanning? Yeah, I watched Push. Push was good. Oh, it's one of my great. I love that movie so much. That was really good the way it was shot. But uh, Chris Evans, he could, he could definitely do it. But I just like I never once again like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's in a certain category of I don't think he would go to a role of Mortal Kombat, especially when the first Mortal Kombat was just like, hey, we're a video game movie. You know, if you don't know the story, it ain't Scott sense. Pilgrim video game movie, comic book movie. Okay, well, you got me there. <laughs> That's why I bring him up because I do think it's something in his realm, especially since like he's in pop culture. Like everybody knows who Chris Evans is. I think it would be another perfect role for him. But there's another guy who's an A-lister in Hollywood that I think would do an even better job. And we talked about him earlier, Mr. Zach Efron. To me, Zac he Efron has the perfect Johnny Cage asshole jock dumb j- dumb jock look, and I just think he's a funny fuck. He I can't. Funny. I cannot hate on Zac Efron. Uh, I think he would be a perfect Johnny Cage. I've become a big fan of him after the Neighbors movie and and other things he's done. So the Baywatch hey, movie, Baywatch. Had dying, bro. That shit Baywatch. was fucking hilarious. Baywatch. I, I couldn't take him to. seriously in the beginning because I knew him as the dude from High School Musical. See, and that's where I had the the honor of not ever watching one high school so i've never watched so. it but my generation was the generation where i was in high school when it came out and okay. it was fucking everywhere yeah. everybody I, I heard people on blunt rides bumping that soundtrack like it blew my <laughs> mind the love that people had for that shit and now i even see people to this day even kids to this day little kids walking around watching high school musical i'm surprised it's still going on like people will always know zach efron so yeah I think he would be perfect for this franchise because I think it's something unexpected that people wouldn't see him do. No, yeah, nobody would expect him to be like I'm Johnny Cage. And I mean, when, he, when, he when I first saw him in um in Neighbors with Seth Rogen, yeah. I didn't think yeah. that was gonna happen. <laughs> that was really funny. Neighbors too was really funny. And that I don't think I've seen him do anything action related besides Baywatch, but Baywatch wasn't really a lot of action. Did he do um, that Ted Bundy movie or something like that? He, he, he did do the he did the movie with the that the guy who got arrested. They they, they casted him because he was handsome and he looked just like him. It was kind of weird how they looked yeah. so much alike. I didn't watch that movie, but I heard it was really I good. Heard about it. I heard about it. I heard uh, one of the dudes who was in it was from a uh, show I watch in Chicago PD. So that's what put it. That's what brought it up to me when you said Zach Efron. I was like, all right, he just he also did that role where he's supposed to play a serious serial killer. Like he's the kid, the kid got chops. So I, I got anytime they like Zach Efron, I'm like he's funny. <laughs> like anytime I think about him, I'm like he's funny and shit. I he, he's fucking hilarious, I, and uh, yeah, and I, I would love to see him musical, be Johnny so, Cage. Yeah, that would that would be interesting. I would I'd be for it. Yeah, if they didn't pick Henry Golden. Like I said, the dude's gonna play Snake Eyes in the next GI Joe movie. Uh, yeah. Zach Efron would be my pick. But if they went with Ryan Reynolds, and because Ryan Reynolds really wants to do it, I'm not gonna be, be mad. I'm not I wouldn't be mad either. I wouldn't be mad either, but it would need to be a movie of better caliber. But I'm sorry, there's no way that he can jump in that movie and me just not like, yeah, these are funny jokes, but it's 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 Wade Wilson. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. You you like you should just stick to your your red and black tights because that's who you are. And they're really slacking on all these. There should every time a Deadpool movie drops, there should be a side movie. Like He's had so many interactions with so many other characters. The fact that they're not doing a Wolverine or him and Spidey thing, like, come on. 
Yes. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens when Deadpool 3 drops. But from what I know, he signed a huge deal with Marvel. And um, he's going to be a huge part of the MCU. And I could see him replacing Stan Lee. You know, Stan Lee had all his cutscenes. I could see Deadpool just walking around like, well, that was awkward. You know, just saying something stupid just in the moment. And people would go fucking nuts in the movie theater if that happened. You just see Deadpool out of nowhere, just one little five-second cameo. Like, him just reading the paper and just moves his head out of the way. And then shit just goes back to the action. Like, I would fucking love that. And I, I could see that happening. Um, but enough about Ryan Reynolds, enough about that. Let's go on to the next topic. I know it's something near and dear to your heart. We're going to talk about the Batman. Robert Pattinson's movie, they said it has wrapped filming, but WB is reportedly upset with the end result. And now they're talking about delaying it once again just to make sure they get things right. Um, apparently, Robert Pattinson and the director have been bumping heads a lot on you know the way they want to finish the movie. Um, but once again, it's already completed. So what are your thoughts on this? What do you think happens? Um, this was news to me, but, uh, when the whole Batman movie started in production, I think that there was problems on and off again, but every other Batman movie in history has always had problems. People have even died on set, but it's just uh, time and time again, I've opened up different blogs and it was just like a problem movie with Patterson. Patterson doesn't like this issues with the actors issue with this. And I was just like, movies are going to have their issues. I really feel like maybe you should just drop it, see what the fans think, and and not be and not be just first to jump to the end. Like, why would you put that out in your report saying, "Hey, we're having issues with the movie. We didn't like the ending." All right, we'll fix it. Granted, well, like it's been a whole COVID situation. The report like, wasn't from WB themselves; it was from a Reddit user. But the Reddit okay. user that dropped the the report is somebody who's been right about every other report he's dropped before. So okay. that's why people are taking this seriously and they're saying, damn, like another setback. Um, and to touch on what you said before about all the issues in the past of Robert Pattinson, I know when it first started, people were body shaming him because he refused mm-hmm. to lose weight or gain yeah. weight because, you know, he, he's dealing with his own personal issues. Um, but, you know, I'm happy that things are going along smoothly and they were able to finish the project. I agree with you. They should just drop it based off the trailer that we watched when it came out. Yeah. I was super pumped. I know, um, even if it was a bad ending, I'm still very intrigued. Like, this gave me big, darker Gotham vibes when I saw the trailer. And I was just like, see, this is dope because you're going to get Batman working with the police. And then I heard they were going to do the projects of, uh, like, HBO Max was going to have a show called Gotham. And it takes place leading up to the movie. Like all their episodes would be like crooked cops in Gotham and it leads up to the Batman being yeah. born and taking them out for his movie. And like everybody like there's there's a lot of opportunity. And like that's why I'm just like, even if you're not happy with the ending, I'd like to see the project come to full surface. Like what you guys had originally planned to do. I'd like to see that. And then let me be the judge of it in the end. But uh, it doesn't matter. Even if they don't like the ending, that's them. I'm, I've been super hyped for it because I told everybody Robert Pattinson would slap it out of the park. And they were just like, yeah, the guy from Twilight. And I'm like, yeah, the guy who played a brooding vampire. That's they, Everybody that's always me. goes, that, oh, Robert Pattinson, the guy Pattinson from Twilight. From Twilight. I'm I'm like, I hear Robert seen... Pattinson. I think of the guy from Harry movies. Potter. Yeah, they, well, I don't even think that. Uh, there's been so many other movies he's done that he's I've done seen so trailers much. for. Like, it's like he has chops for this thing. I still have to watch Tenet, and he's in that. But, like, I, I, I enjoy him when he acts outside of Edward Cullen or whatever the vampire's name was. But he, he had issues with people 
bashing him for that movie and it like messed up his career and and i've seen the films he's bounced back with so i don't think that messed up his career that was a game-changing film because when that came out everybody was on his dick I know, Everybody. but that was no, no, no. But that was his words. The fact that that movie came out, that movie made him that person, and a lot of other films and, and companies didn't want to mess with him because they were like, "No, you're the vampire." Kid. Yeah, he was typecasted. Exactly, and then that's like it's nice to see that he did all these other side, like the Lighthouse with William Defoe. Like he's done movies that are really the Lighthouse really was good. so fucking good, and uh, like, it's really good. I movies. enjoyed it thoroughly. There's another one he does where he has like him and his brother were robbing banks or something, and his brother's like. I don't know if he's uh, just a little slow and uh, he ends up getting caught and he has to go to jail and he's like suffering in prison. And Robert Patterson has to figure out a way to get the money to get him out or whatever it is to clear his name. But it looks so dark and gritty and it was emotional as hell when I watched the trailer. I've never got to see the film, but I heard I heard good things about it. There's another movie he did with, I think, Andre Three Stacks where they like they're in space or something or they're like the last people of, of like Earth. Or no, no, it's like a real. I heard it was like a dark movie, too. But like I didn't know that was a thing, but I'm gonna check it out now. I think I think Andre 3000 was in it, who's another great actor when he does his stuff. But um, yeah, no, Robert Pattinson. Um, no matter what they say about it, I'm still looking forward to seeing the project because I mean I'm invested. <laughs> I'm very. Invested. I agree. This is the best. This is the Batman. You know, you know me. I'm all. I hope that. we get it before the end of 2021. <laughs> Especially when we're supposed to get it two years ago. Facts. I never thought this would happen. I mean, the <laughs> pandemic really fucked a lot of people. Bro, the DC fandom dropped, and this everything was just like, not nah, me. But Marvel, but 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 Disney Plus. <laughs> I think that's I mean, part of the I reason mean, why um, WB is trying to get this right because they're trying yeah, to yeah. win the fans back. And it, you know what? For the movies that they've thrown at us, Mortal Kombat, King Kong, Godzilla, all the partnerships they've been doing with other, like it's nice. It's nice and it's refreshing that we can get this stuff, that we can get access to it. But it's definitely, it's a competitor for Disney Plus, but Disney Plus just has that whole kid following. Like, you can't beat that. Not even just the kids, us as adults yeah. and yeah, people Wars, who are raising Marvel. kids. Like, we all yeah. grew up with it and now a whole new generation Bluey? is growing up with it. Bluey? Shit. <laughs> Shit. I'm a Bluey fan myself. The WB, as far as the movies, the WB and, and HBO Max are their combination movies of their streaming app. Still, none of them have slapped nearly as hard as the Disney Plus releases or the Disney. I Plus mean, the Conjuring, series. the new Conjuring movie just dropped today. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm I'm a big, big Conjuring fan. Yeah, so I haven't I'm even very... told my girl about it because she's all about horror movies, and we've seen all the oh, other Conjuring. So I plan yeah. on watching that tonight after this podcast. I watched all those. I've watched. I've watched the Conjuring's with Jen, and I think I've seen most of the Annabelle movies with Jen too. Yeah. So it's, it's just like be, I, I'm excited about it. The devil made I'm, me do it. We'll see what yeah. happens. I, I was really. Well, hold on a second, because like, I know you say that, but I mean HBO Max is killing the game right now. I mean, when they dropped Kong vs. Godzilla, and then they dropped Mortal Kombat, and now they have this Conjuring movie that's coming out. Show wise, they didn't really have much to offer. You know, I watched Raised by Wolves. Uh, you formerly mm-hmm. had a couple other shows. HBO Max is all right. But once again, Disney Plus has stole our hearts with the, you know, just the nostalgia of what we grew up with. And then they're bringing it all back. I mean, they just made a new Mighty Ducks TV show, for God's sakes. Like, yeah, they're just doing everything. We had the Bad Batch. The new episode of the Bad Batch came out today. I can't wait to watch that. Disney has they're just winning. 
And uh, yeah. I don't think anybody can compete with Disney right now besides Netflix. Bro, you have not only that, you have Disney itself, but you also have the next phase of Marvel that just was announced. Never mind all the other phases that made it as amazing as it is. But you have the new phase of that. Then you had the big reveal of what Star Wars is going to do. Yeah. Like all the shows they're going to do. Ahsoka, this, that, the other, Acolyte. Like, I'm bro. And I'm just We will do reviews I'm, on all the shows when the time comes. I need you to watch the Clone Wars Rebels. <laughs> and then you will honestly, yo, you're going to be like, bro. You're going to hit me up and be like, so when this happened in the Mandalore, yes. Yes, yes, this is deep. It goes deeper than deep. So I, I can't wait to you because honestly, when Rebels dropped, I, I was like, it looks, I told you before, time and time again, it looked a little too kiddish for me. And then I watched it and I was like, this is one of my favorite parts of Star Wars. Did you watch and last week's episode of Bad Batch? I watched last week's. I, I, I watched last week's. I didn't watch this week's. Last week's was like 20 something minutes. It was very upset how short it yeah, was. Yeah, but you but saw was, the bounty hunter they introduced? The bounty hunter, um, was that the chick? That's the same from, chick uh, from the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew that. She's she's uh she was in uh the final season of uh the Clone Wars too. I no, think. no, I know that. I was just excited to see her get another spot in another show. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's. I I, it she's just it just shows that everything's coming full circle, and that's yeah. what I love about the Star Wars universe. Well, she's much younger <laughs> in the Bad Batch. But yeah, I mean, let's uh, go on to the next topic. We definitely got sidetracked there. Um. <laughs> We're going to speak on the one uh, competitor I said that Disney Plus has, and that is Netflix. And right now, Netflix is going all in with Gundam. Currently, fans are already able to watch Iron-Blooded Orphans, which I talked about before on another episode, and also Unicorn, two of the best Gundam series, in my opinion, and two of my favorites. If you haven't watched them, you should check them out. But on June 18th, they're bringing all the animated movies um, to Netflix. And I think this is huge for Gundam because a lot of people know about Gundam but a lot of people still haven't seen Gundam and there's so much to that world that Netflix is going so far in that they're making a live action movie and they're bringing a Skull Island director to to make it happen working with Legendary Pictures what what are your thoughts on this man Legendary is a I'm a big fan of Legendary Pictures uh I haven't watched Gundam since my old Toonami days and when Man, Gundam you gotta was, check out Iron Blood and Orphans, bro. You, you know what? That's always been that's always caught my attention, but I've never had the 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 patience to sit down yet and start it. Because, Two seasons, and it's so worth it. Well, that's the thing with me because Gundam is such a huge universe itself, and there's so many different stories and timelines of people who operate these mech suits. 100 correct. So it's like when you dive into something like that, you have to be super invest i used to collect the, the gundam figures and you would put them all together all types yeah. of things you would get i have some would... gundams behind me hidden somewhere <laughs> yeah the, they used to come in pieces and you would have to put them together back in like the 90s but like when my gundam phase was probably like late 90s not even 2000s because and i don't know which one toonami was Aaron, but it, uh what's the name of the gundam that the, the main gundam that's like white blue chest like red here and there it's like oh, I, I have no idea man the only gundam i know about okay. the only non- gundam i care about is the one that i have in this uh, this room behind me is uh barbados and okay. barbados is the main gundam from the show iron-blooded orphans okay. so I, I apologize i can't answer that question if we had our boy king petty crab with us he's the biggest gundam fan i know he mm-hmm. knows he's watched every single season and he knows all about the world um mm-hmm. I only know the one-offs, the two that I named to you, and that was Iron Blood and Orphans and Unicorn. 
I've seen a few other shows, but I was never a fan of Gundam until I watched Iron Blooded Orphans, which made me watch Unicorn that came shortly after. Um, so I can't really speak on it. But I will okay. say I am excited about this live action movie that they're talking about making. And it's actually what a remake of the animated series. It's called Hathaway's Flash. Yeah, it's going to be dope to see, especially with Legendary. They always do a great job. Legendary has been around forever. So they, they've made so I, I have so many movies that I own on Blu-ray that pop up with Legendary right in the beginning. But yeah. I don't want to speculate. All I know is with that studio behind them, then you have the, the Kong Skull Island director. Yep. That should, and then you have a great story that's already made for you. So there's not there's no way you can fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Amino, uh, Netflix Studios has already proved to me that they can bring beautiful things to life. I'm still worried about or cancel you know, them or cancel them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still worried about what they're going to do with the One Piece live action series. That, that's really scaring the no, shit out of me. But hopefully the Gundam series comes first Junk so it. I can see that. And then, I, you know, it'll put my worries to the side. But we'll see what happens. All right. All right, all right, all right. I feel I feel that it's gonna be dope. I'm excited for it, but I see what this next one is, and I'm very excited to talk about it. All right, man. So because you only seen a couple episodes in our last episode, you <laughs> no, guys saw I asked okay. Silky to watch a couple shows. Um, I asked him to watch Dory Doro. I asked him to watch Way of the Household Husband. We were supposed to catch up on Castlevania, uh Dodo. But don't worry, we're only going to talk about a couple of those right now. I want to get his review. I want to get his personal opinion. So we're going to start off with Way of the Household Husband because you haven't watched it all yet. Even though it's only I've, like an hour and 15 minutes, you've only seen one episode. So I've, give me I've your idea. Of, you saw two? I've seen two, I've seen two episodes. Because you remember you said they were like 15-minute episodes. Correct. Before I knew it, I had already seen him and his daily household way, his henchmen run into him. Him run into a different guy from a rival gang who was driving by the cat story, which was amazing. I thought the cat story was just so random. And the dog that got tied up and the cat was just like, looks like you're having trouble there. The dog's like, yeah, I fucked up. They can give me a hand. Cat's like, I think I'm going to head home. And the dog be like, are you for real? Like, you're not going to help me? And the cat's already home. Like, nah, bro. He said, fuck you. I'm going to keep pushing. my Yo, this show is so like i underestimated it. i'm very excited to finish it but it's very funny and I i've already rewatched every, it i've gone to sleep watching it i recommend it's so amusing. even if you're yeah even if you're not an anime fan like i put it in i put it in uh subtitles because it started in dub and even in dub i was like oh it'd be funny just to hear it but i was like the subtitles was just golden for me so i, I didn't know like, i didn't know there was an english dub version so yeah mine had started up but i changed it immediately and i was just like i mean i love i love the original version of it and i was just like damn this is really funny and dude is just in his own world he's about to cut his finger off on his wife's birthday like, yeah, the immortal dragon man yeah every time somebody saw him they were like Hold up now, run up on him real quick. And as soon as they ran up on him, like, yo, what's up? Gat in your face. And he was just like, all right, yo, come over here with me real quick. Come chat with me. Come chat. Come on. Put this apron on. I was like, don't ask no questions. Just go put the apron on. All right, come over now. Take this pen, take these notes. All right. Now we're gonna need three eggs and then an amount of flour. Like, and they'd be like, yo, what is is dude high? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to beef with them right now, and now we're taking cooking classes, dude. <laughs> The show's dope. I, I give you props on that. I can't wait to finish that. I'm gonna I'm try to make Jen watch it too because it's it's fucking funny. And like I said in the in past episodes, 
to me, you are the immortal dragon. You are the husband. <laughs> you do your thing. And I just think it's fucking hilarious. But when I see that show, I, I just I get pure joy out of it. And uh, it's I, funny. It's it so good. Funny. And I can't wait for you to finish it so we can give a full review next yeah. episode. Hopefully you're done by then. But let's go into <laughs> the other show, Doro Hidoro. It's another yes. show I recommended. To me, it was one of the best animes uh, of last year. And I, I can't wait for the next season to come by. What, what are your thoughts so far? Because I know you have a couple episodes left to finish. Okay, first of all, that intro where she's chopping up all the pork yeah. and then she just starts going ham, bro. And then, like, as you see, as you understand the story more, you understand the intro more. Because I was just like, where is she going to get these pets? Where I'm like, now I know what the mushrooms mean. So I was just like, yo, first of all, when I started the show, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. No, nope, but I no idea. But as soon, but as soon as dude bit dude's head, and then I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> I was just like, yo, and then you see a head inside his mouth. What did he say? Oh, he said, I'm not the one. I word, and it just yokes you up and chops you to pieces. I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, that escalated very fast. Yeah, and then Kaiman, all- uh, the main character of the show, Kaiman. he is so fucking funny. Um, he's it's so original and different that uh when i first watched that i it was late at night and i woke right the fuck up because i was just like what the fuck did i just witness yo kaiman straight diced up that guy and that poor kid the whole series is just like i'm just trying to resurrect my best friend and my partner and then like his boss is like nah fuck that forget that let bygones be bygones bro (laughs) never yo he got shredded to pieces. <laughs> like, bro, this show is lit. Ibizu, the little skullhead chick. Fucking hilarious. She, bro, when her face hilarious. got ripped off and it was still in his teeth, I was like, bro, what is... I'm like, she's dead. And then they were like, yo, she's still gargling blood. And then, uh, first of all, who, who's my big girl? My big girl, what's her name? Uh, Noi. She, Noi. Oh. Noi, Noi, uh, Noi and Shin are partners, and he's the that's one who wears like the heart mask. But um, yo, she's she's a beast. He's a beast. They're fucking. I I love them together. They're, senpai, they're senpai. Yo, she's a beast, and she was gonna. I loved her backstory. How she was gonna be a devil. Yeah, and then she first fought him, and he hit her in the back of it, off the top of the head with a hammer, bro. I was like, bro, like she was just like, all right, cool, I'll let it slide. Did he? I love Shin's backstory. When you first find Shin's, out how he, how, like, how he got to where he was, when he, came, and like, yo, when he, when he lost he his home? arms, and the doctor put him back together. Bro, <laughs> when he came home and his dad was there, and the three exterminators were just sitting at his table playing cards, just nonchalantly, like, yo, yeah. they were like, yo, you got a three? Oh, we took the trash out, fam. Uh, we knew you'd come back, but uh, all right, game's over, guys. Let's get up and do our job. I was like, bro, they didn't even jump. They were just like, yeah, we do this. We about this life. But what he did with that hammer, that was lit. I haven't seen good hammer plays since like the raid two with the blind chick, bro. <laughs> like, like straight up went off, like hitting people in the ankles, hitting them in the side of the neck. What when he what he did when him and Kaiman for Kaiman fought for the first time? <laughs> yeah. They were just opening each other up, bro. And I was just like, this show is lit. And but then when I, you I, finally see on uh, Nikaido. Nikaido versus when you Noi, finally bro. learn who she really who is, she what she is, can do, yeah. it, that just caught me off guard completely, bro. The mushroom dude, and yeah, when he went Mr. berserk and she just walked problem. up behind his him. ability is fucking wild, by the way. Yeah, but the fact that he's just eating people, but like his whole backstory of how he went to hell and yeah. stuff like that, I was like, that shit's crazy, man. Like, I was just, I was actually in the middle of that, and then like his whole backstory of when he his family first created, I got to that part. 
but there's only that episode and one episode left after that. But really a good show, really funny, really gruesome and gory at times. Uh, and I like that it wasn't censored out like most animes I see. I'm not going to name names, but uh, I, I enjoy seeing the brutality that Netflix will go to with their shows as far as Castlevania, as far as Dota, Dragon's Blood, and also Doro Hidoro and many more other shows on there. So I'm very excited. I hope um, once I finish it, which I only have like an episode and a half left, I'm very excited. Like I said, I was lost didn't like once it became a, a sorcerer show to me and that's a different style of sorcery you see in the show yeah it's not oh, just it's like so here's some magic so original bro so it's original like black smoke and this happens during it and, I was and like, everybody has their own different abilities like when you find out ibisu's ability you're like what the fuck like well i i didn't think it was her the whole time and which was crazy but um it's, it's dope to see noi and uh Shin together when they get to like unleash their abilities because Shin's like, all right, tear me up, no, heal me. Like it's just like they just go nuts. So it's really dope to see that, and I, I, I'm, I'm more excited because more and more as you see them become enemies, I'm like, they're so dope when they're all together. Like when they all work together, it's dope as shit. So I'm, I'm interested to see how the final episode is going to pan out. But uh, when Shin found the kid doctor and he's about to kill him, he goes, oh wait, yo, it's me. You remember you you saw my yeah. <laughs> And the dude's like, kill him, kill him. And he's like, nah, B, I, I, I kick it with him. We go back. Nah, it's cool. Sorry, man. You're not going to get your revenge either. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like, give a fuck. He's like, you're not it, bro. It's so dope. And it's so funny seeing Nik- Nikaido and uh, Noi every time. She's like, wait, have we met? You seem really familiar. But Ibizu is probably my favorite character. She talks so much shit about the one kid who was lonely and always was just like the loser of the group. Um, what was Ibisu's partner's name? Ibisu's partner was eventually is it the Kas- dude with the mask. Kasukabe? I think it is. Ka- no, no, that's Kasukabe. the doctor's name. Damn, what's the dude's name? The kid with the hat and the mask. Yeah, yeah he's he, always with her. He is fucking hilarious, bro. Yeah, I felt bad for him most of the time. I was just like, this I forget. I don't even remember his name. That's how out of the show. Nobody cared about him at all. But he was. When you think about it, he was one of the main characters. He was in the opening scene. Yeah, like, he was there from the beginning to the end. And um, so I, I feel like they have more in store for him moving forward in season two. So I'm very curious to see where that goes, because that world is so huge that they could just do so much. So uh, I'm excited to see how it how it pans out. But all right, man, um, there's another anime I want you to watch. It's on Netflix. We talked about it before. It's called The Great Pretender. And oh, yes. You've I ever did. seen Ocean's Eleven, 12 or 13. It's pretty much Ocean's Eleven as an anime. Um, I, I could. It'll be my it'll be my first Oceans because I've never seen any. of those I couldn't movies. talk. It's, it's basically about a kid who is the number one scam artist in Japan, who, who meets the number one scam artist in America, and they team mm-hmm. up. And uh, it, it's just funny from beginning to end. I kind of call it a slice of life anime because it has to do with real life and what's going on in the world. Um, but the storytelling and the writing, as soon as you see it, you're going to get that cowboy bebop feel. Um, okay. it, it, it's just beautiful animation. Beautiful. I think to me, it should have won anime of the year last year, but they gave it to Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, mm-hmm. But Great Pretender was still in the running for anime of the year. That's how good it was. Um, but I feel like nobody talks about it. So when you do get a chance, there are two seasons. Uh, the second season dropped at the beginning of 2021. Yeah, I, I think you're going to love it, man. I'm probably going to love Juju Kaisen, too. You will. You will 100%. <laughs> probably the worst anime fan ever. 
No, no, you're good. You're good. But all right, man, let's jump into something I know you love, and that's video games. So, you know, we have mm -hmm. the E3 event coming up on June 12th, and it goes to the 15th. Um, what are your expectations, man? Are you excited for any games that are coming? I know I got a list of games that I'm hoping for, but what do you got going on? Uh, well, maybe they're going to get me to convince me to buy a PlayStation 5. So maybe they'll I drop mean, some you, games for that. Even if you can find one. I actually just saw a rumor and a report this morning. Um, it came from somebody in France where they teased the Ratchet and Clank PS5 exclusive console. So maybe we'll get more console exclusives. Um, and I would buy that because I'm a huge Ratchet and Clank fan and I would love to play that game as soon as it comes out. I still have a PS5 controller, the headset and games that I can't even play because I can't get my hands on a PS5. And that, that drives me fucking insane, but that's how bad I want it. That's how bad I want to play. All I know is when I finally get my hands on a system, I'll have two controllers and I'll be ready to fucking go. So who, who knows what happened? Maybe, maybe an E3. Sony will announce that more PS5s are coming. Yeah, hopefully that happens. <laughs> uh, what games are you expecting to drop at E3? Are you expecting anything from Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, anything you're you're excited about or want to see? Um, they've already been releasing a lot of things already this entire time. A lot of things that didn't get big names, but did get shout outs from IGN. So, I mean, I want to say I want expect a new Gears. I want to say I'd be so excited for a new Gears game, especially how they ended the last one. Yeah, we, we need that to come as soon as possible. I think uh, they need to do more WB games since uh, they've been actually a lot of people don't play too much of them. But I'm one of them who play like with the Injustice games, the Mortal Kombat games. So I, I think they need to do something new for those. Uh, they saw they show Dying Light. I'm pretty sure we'll see something for Dying Light, too probably your typical madden or 2k game like i mean they'll make their rounds and there's a, there's gonna be a lot of games that are gonna be they have way too many different styles of video games now that's the problem and then you'll see a whole bunch of things you're not expecting to see and i just 100 i i don't know how they're gonna hit but like xbox has always got that fallback like oh let's just make a new halo Let's make a new Gears. Well, we haven't seen a new Halo in a while, so th there's a lot of reports that we're finally going to learn more about Halo Infinite, which we've seen stuff before, but there's been a lot of setbacks, and they had to remake it because people were bullshit with the last launch that they did when they mm -hmm. talked about it. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what they do with that because I would love to start playing a new Halo game, especially if I have to wait for a new Gears game, especially since I don't have a PlayStation where I can play Sony exclusives at this point in time. So I need Xbox to give me something. I really do need something. Um, games that I'm looking forward to, man. Hogwarts Legacy. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. That open world game looks fucking incredible. Um, I'm so excited. And I, I just want that to drop. Uh, another PlayStation exclusive that's supposed to drop. Uh, God of War. Ragnarok. I can't play it because I don't have a new PS5. But if they drop it for the PS4, my PS4 shit to bed. But I will gladly buy a new PS4 to get online get back on final fantasy 14 online with you because i know you've been playing that um that's another game i'm looking forward to final fantasy 16 online man i don't know if they're gonna drop a new gta they really should i've heard rumors there's been a lot of rumors this past few months about gta 6 and how it's gonna come to ps5 and the new xbox and uh if if, if rockstar drops something for that that would be fucking incredible that's what i'm more interested in what's gonna be PS5's competitor, Xbox has to have something besides the Series X to combat with that. Well, I mean, I know uh, it's been rumored and uh, there's been a lot of leaks about Nintendo getting ready to drop the Nintendo Switch Pro. 
Um, and I know a lot of people have been talking about Microsoft and Nintendo partnering up to where you're going to be able to play Gears of War and all these other games on Nintendo online. On the Switch, yeah. So um, I'm very curious to see what happens with that. I haven't really learned much about it since they talked about it, but uh, it would be so badass if they release a new Gears game and I can just play it on my Nintendo Switch and take it on the go. Gears on the go? Let's fucking go. Hey, I'll get a t-shirt. I'll get that tattooed. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm iffy on that. I don't know if I don't know if Nintendo should partner with Microsoft. I mean, they already have a lot of the same games. What just to get just a game? What Super Smash Brothers and on the on the Xbox and and Gears of War on the Switch? I mean, that sounds awesome, but I just I think it's more it's, of uh, Microsoft trying to take advantage of Nintendo because I mean, you know, when when Microsoft same. having Game Pass, think about that. If they partnered up with Nintendo and then you were able to download fucking Mario on game pass, game pass yeah. that would be fucking huge for microsoft and sony wouldn't be able to compete with that sony can still compete because it has a standalone franchises but being able to play mario Kart, mario party on xbox and open up a whole new world of multiplayer people because i know a lot of people that refuse to play nintendo because they just think it's corny but if they had <laughs> the opportunity to play on xbox i think it would have just open up so many more i can play, I can so play with the right friends i can play super smash brothers all night yeah facts like straight up um one game i would like to see man uh you know you being a big star wars fan you put me on the battlefront battlefront 3 um and they could drop a season pass with dlc and charge people an additional hundred dollars people are gonna pay for that because they would love to see all the characters if, if you tell me i can play with mace windu or ahsoka and go around it's, and yeah. fuck up anakin or whoever i want that sounds so, amazing to me. It's it's so ranged. Like they don't even need to use the same maps from Battlefront One and Two. There's plenty of maps in the Clone Wars. There's plenty of maps in Rebels. There's plenty of maps in the Mandalorian. Like there's so much opportunity that they can do with this. That even if they want to make a whole new game and still have, like it's 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 long overdue. But like you could just like they did with the, the campaign story of battlefront two, where they explored somebody completely different who had nothing to do with the main franchise mainstream story. Um, but like that character had her own story. She met Leia, she met this person, she met that person. And then she ended up becoming a, 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 a um, rebel fighter, but she used to be on like the death watch. But I would want to like, see the bad batch. You see what I'm saying? There should be a mode in that. Just like, well, I mean, dude, how many times have we opened Battlefront? And there are so many game modes, arcade modes, different scenarios and different types of stuff. There should be a mode for the clones. And the Bad Batch should be like a special, like a weekend event where you can play a four-player co-op with your friends or a five-player co-op or however many. It's probably going to be four. But like the Bad Batch, you'll be able to run through as Recco or, or, or Tech echo like it, like it's so i would be all for that but like also this characters from rebels you could bring ezra you can bring uh his uh his, his mentor who was the little kid from the bad batch the, the young padawan in the beginning he grows up to train ezra like you can have these characters come in the game uh the inquisitors uh darth like darth maul there's so many other versions of them so it's just like like there's some missed opportunity of e3 just to be like hey guess what what you've all been waiting for is coming like that squadron game i mean Trash. bro you you could have put that in battlefront 2 instead of saying we're gonna go off and do our no bro this is this is one of the game that was ea failing terribly 
I mean, some people may enjoy that. Some people may want a Star Wars game where you can just be a pilot. But I was just like, I'm sorry, not for nothing. I'd rather be a pilot at like Disneyland or Dave and Buster's and get inside a machine instead of yeah, playing yeah. at my house, you know? Or a VR so. game. Uh, exactly. Not a console plays, game. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's so many opportunities for Star Wars to do so many things and touch certain characters. And there's so many other Jedi from the Clone Wars and other movies where they were just didn't focus. And like Mace Windu, like he needs to be a character. The fact if, that if Count- he wasn't in Battlefront 2 blew my mind. Bro, if you can put Count Dooku in there, why couldn't you put Mace Windu? If you could put Yoda in there, why can't you? Put they had Mace fucking Windu? Glover in there. We had we had Glunder, we had Glover's Lando. He Carlton. wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I was gonna say they put they put yeah, they put Donald Glover in the game over Samuel Jackson, and he didn't come into the movie. Time. I think it's because they had Finn too. They're like, all right, two black guys is enough. We can't we can't afford Samuel. We you know, yeah, him. you know how EA, you know how EA operates. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Played two teams last night. First team, black people suck, and then it was a gorilla for their logo. And then the second, I beat them, waxed their asses, but I didn't report them. And then the second team we played, I bullshit you not, they were called the K to the K to the K. Like straight up mopped them too. And I was just, I kept sending the pitches to uh, to the group last night. And I was like, guys, it's the last team, watch this. And then it was just the KGB. And I was like, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I guess it's better. But I was just like, I, I'm like, EA, let's like, like I said, EA, they probably only wanted to be like, that's enough black characters. You have to why people, you, you know what they said? That far. That's crazy to me. You, you probably want to know what they said. They said, well, you have Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. Isn't that enough black people? Okay. Who's that? No, I would just say like some idiot would probably be like, oh, oh you my God, black, you have enough black characters already. Like he said, well, Darth we have Vader t- and Kylo we have, Ren. We have two. Oh, yeah. You have Darth <laughs> Vader. You have Kylo Ren. They're black, right? Thank you. Yay. Lucasfilms. Fuck. Finn, you were right. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about nobody. Ahsoka, that's why they painted you orange. <laughs> they don't want you, they don't want you to shine. No, I'm I'm excited to see what what they'll do, but they they've been wasting time for this game. Like this would be a game changer, even if the servers crash. But just to know that they're working on it and know that it is a physical, visible thing to have a Battlefront three, they're missing opportunities. They really are, especially Qui-Gon? with the success like of the last <laughs> the Fallen Jedi, the last game that they dropped. They should also have a young uh, Palpatine too from like the Clone Wars, where he yeah. like he could move, bro. I'm like yo, so who knows. All right, man. Well, we'll, we'll touch on that next uh, next week's episode when we see everything come through. I'm excited to do the uh, first episode of Loki. Um, we'll do a great review video on that. Um, in the meantime, man, let's end with our final thoughts. You got anything you want to add? Getting closer and closer. I heard a rumor that uh, just a rumor. I can't really. I've only seen it from another video, but uh, I heard the movie theaters have the Spider-Man trailer already, but they're waiting to really? air it. Yes. I heard that I heard because the movie's been done for a while. I heard so many speculations of people who are who are going to be in the movie. And I'm like, even if you don't have the other two Spider-Men, this is setting up for the Venomverse. Like, so I, and then you've heard the rumors of Sony saying, yeah, we're going to do. The yeah, I already heard that they planned on doing a crossover. And, and I think this is going to at some point. I think it's going to be dope how, like, this is an opportunity to have Venom separate from Eddie during a certain time of Eddie's life and then find Peter. Oh, and you say Peter and then Eddie, for the first time? And then Eddie has to get him back 
So like it, it, it's so many opportunities they can do, or they can also bring in Toby Maguire, bring in Andrew Garfield and see that chemistry with Tom Hardy. Like, bro, I'm interested in whatever they're going to do because Spider-Man is Spider-Man. And I know that the Spider-Verse is so much larger than it is. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I hope it doesn't suck. The Venom movie has already confirmed that there's going to be Toxin, Carnage, and uh, I think it's Screech, Screech or Scream, but uh, or Shriek. Like they're, they're all going to be, it's going to be multiple symbiotes again. And it's going to be very interesting to see because I'd like to see them talk amongst each other. It's always pretty funny. So, I mean, but uh, I did hear that the movie theaters already have the uh, Spider-Man trailer. I also need to figure out when I'm going to go see The Quiet Place too, because I'm very, like I already also heard that they're already, it's already a go for a third movie. So yeah, I know the second one did really well. I haven't watched yet, but I plan on I watching watch it. it. But I don't plan on going to see it in the theater because all the good theaters around my area closed, mm-hmm. and the one that is open, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, um, I'm probably gonna go during like the day, probably with uh my buddy car, and then uh because we usually always pick a day at work where I'm just like, screw, let's get out of here, go have a couple beers. Yeah, going to see movie. a day movie is perfect, bro. It's because the best. There's nobody there. Nobody you don't there. have to deal yeah. with the reactions of the loud uh, people. You could just enjoy it. I just can't. The reactions of the loud people. I just can't deal with people anymore. I'm sorry. I would rather rent an entire theater and then have our group, everybody and their wives, just chill. Like, I, I don't need outsiders in the theater with us. If it's just us in the theater and the thing's loud as shit, we can talk amongst each other. Yeah, we can also on. play video games together. We can just hook up you the see Switch, what I'm get this Smash is- Brothers and Mario Kart going in the movie theater. That'd be badass, bro. True that. True that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that um, I'm, I'm interested to see when that's gonna pop up. That's gonna be soon. The Eternals trailer dropped, so like they gotta start. Shang Chi dropped. They gonna and then you hear a lot more rumors of uh, of more of like what's gonna happen and what kind of forever. Uh, what's her name? from uh black panther uh she was one of the royal guards uh she's getting her i heard she's getting a disney plus spinoff so that's awesome like, i didn't know that yeah i had a rumor that mo- i heard moon knights get uh the training the physical training is pretty much there and that's going to come out of the cut in the corner so it's it's going to be nice to see what the next phase is really going to bring but- now, let me let me ask you this because you're talking about everything marvel right now i don't know if you know this but hulu and I was going to bring this up on one of our next episodes, but we, we could tease it at the end and we could talk about it later. Hulu, you know, recently just premiered MODOK with bro, Pat Oswalt. Yeah, because I was just watching the episode too earlier, bro. That show is lit. It's so I've funny. already watched every episode. I it's fucking funny. thoroughly enjoyed it. Pat Oswalt did a great job. I thought... What's her name, Monica? It couldn't have, it couldn't have been better, honestly. Suck like, it. <laughs> Every time she pops in, suck it. It was me who snitched on you. Suck it. I was just like, yo, after playing the Avengers game and seeing how the fallout between him and her, I think the show's even better that she's just 100% gunning yeah, for his job. The aim dynamic in there, and you get to see Modoc interact with his business partners and his co workers. The one guy who has lost his arm keeps making a cameo. I love him. He was just like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the coffee was for everybody. <laughs> and can you put my arm back on? He just throws it to the monster. I was just like, Bro. You've only seen up to episode two? I've only seen up to when uh, Modoc, um, well, he's basically sold the company to that guy, and then he tried to, uh, his wife is divorcing him. And uh, she's it, it only and he keeps better, try, he's, he, he keeps trying to pan it out and like delay it, but uh, and now he's gonna try to take her back in time to uh, that uh, concert. 
Like the, it was funny the when dynamic they, of his kids, you know, with the divorce going through and like how they have to interact. When dude, their slave shit, robot, fucking hilarious. Their transforming robot who keeps trying to bond with the kids, and they were just like, "Yo, we don't give a shit." And he's just like, "You little fucking shit." <laughs> he just talks bad shit. I love him. He's my favorite character. Oh, if you love him, it's gonna only gonna get better, bro. Because I'm glad. Pretty much, he's Modok's roommate once he moves out. Oh, yes, because he because he was sitting there like, I don't know where I'm going to go. And nobody's like, I don't want to claim him. I'll claim the toaster and the extension cord for the USB. And he was just like, you little shit. You all. He's like, you don't love me. I've been here since you were kids, children, babies. I, I enjoy it. I think I think it's going to be great, especially with awesome. Patton Oswalt doing it. I love Patton Oswalt. So when uh, he's a huge Marvel fan, you know, watch him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's done a whole bunch of projects in the past, voiceovers and whatnot. It, shit, I'm excited to see the end result. Yeah, I'm excited. But yeah. all right, man, um, we'll do a review on that. Uh, my end of the day result, uh, I don't know if you know this. Um, today was the premiere in Disney, California. Um, oh, at the park of the Avengers Campus? Of Avengers Campus. And I watched so, the launch video this morning um, with my girlfriend. And she even <laughs> she even said that it looks really cool. Like, they're doing so many different things. They're going to have the heroes running around and yeah. playing out action scenes. And you you have no idea when it's going to pop off. You can walk into the park and I saw Spider-Man jumping from rooftop to rooftop, legit someone's flying 80 fucking feet in the air, yeah, climbing up the die. side of the buildings. Then all of a sudden you see Black Widow just saying hi to you as you walk by. Then Taskmaster just comes out of nowhere and tries to knock the bitch out. She, starts she shoots him. him in the face like, right in front of the kids. The fact that you're able to just walk around the park and see that shit come to life, it, it's amazing to me. And they, they added a whole bunch of other stuff. The other cool thing I saw, they have an Ant-Man restaurant where, you know, things in quantum media went out of control. And you walk in, the food sizes and the drink sizes, the portion control is out of, a, out of, looks like out of crazy cloudy, size. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Bro, exactly. That's the best comparison. But it's funny because they showed us you they showed you a chicken sandwich where the bun is like a little tiny bun like that size. And then you got a piece of chicken underneath that's like fucking this. <laughs> and then as soon as you walk in, you'll see little tiny pretzels on the ceiling and then mm-hmm. it'll go into this machine and it comes out the other side, a giant fucking pretzel. <laughs> and you can actually order and eat these pretzels. Um, so it, it just looks like a lot of fun. And uh, I, I want to go visit. I've never been to California. I think it would be cool to visit that park. And I'm so excited because, um, you know, with them opening up the Star Wars theme park and now this. Yeah, it's just on another level. Um, but what are your thoughts on this, man? Have you seen it all? Are you? I uh, I first I got cringy when uh, Anthony Mackie kind of handed the shield off. But then I was just and then all the fireworks went off and I was just like, all right, I get it. And then I started seeing shots of like Doctor Strange and all this shit like that. And I was like, it's pretty freaking cool. All so, the Avengers <laughs> in the park. All the Avengers yeah. are there. That's 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 it's OK, but I'm kind of tired of the original <laughs> I'm, I'm sure kinda, as like, time goes need... on and new Avengers come in. Um, the coolest I thing Marvel I saw is expand. I saw Black Panther walk up to a family. He did the Wakanda for everything. I thought that was really cool. I think it would be cool if they would just expand and stop doing the same heroes that are cash cows. Like there's so many characters, but you mean you know about from comic books? They still haven't got like. I'm sorry, like I don't want to go see Iron Man again. He's been around for forever, the Robert Downey Iron Man. You need a new Iron Man, just like you have this new cap. 
it, I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm sure I just wish the they future, stopped. You know, when they release Iron Heart, you know the female version oh, yeah, of Iron yeah. Man, and you know earlier I was talking about uh, Kid Loki but, and the, the Young Avengers and the, the New Avengers. See, I'm sure we're gonna see all these characters come come in. Through. But that's that's my issue though. It's it's just this brand of Marvel over over again. Yes, Iron Heart would be a different character, but it's still the legacy of Iron Man. Yeah, and I. There's way too many other heroes. Like there's like now they're gonna do Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. And I'm like, I'm sorry, not for nothing. Like I, it'd be nice to see a She-Hulk, but and it'd be nice to see the Marvels come together, but it's just like you guys are still using repeated characters. I don't say She-Hulk separates, but it's not I, it's gotta be something completely different than all these other Hulk shows that we've already gotten or these Hulk experiences, which I hope that they're gonna go in a direction, it'd be great. And I hope it doesn't look like shit because Marvel always does a great job. But I just need them to understand that they literally have thousands of other characters they haven't even shed any light on in Marvel. Oh, I, I hear what you're saying, and I think that's the direction Kevin Feige's taking them. Um, you know, you I, I want to say like, that we, we but they just showed the... another. They just showed another Fantastic Four symbol, and I'm like, bro, like, yeah, can but we this get... is the first time Fantastic Four is going to be in the MCU. I hope the Skrull invasion saves it because that's that's my I've been waiting for that for almost twenty. The Skrull invasion is such the Skrull a big invasion part. in Secret Wars. I do see that's going to happen, especially with the introduction of Doctor Doom and everybody yeah. else coming. I'm sure we're going to get that. Uh, I'm not worried about that, and I, I do think with the introduction of the Internals, and we're going to eventually meet characters like Hyperion and all yeah. these other people. I, I think we're going to see that when they they go into cosmic space. Um, especially with the introduction of X-Men, we still have to go into that whole world. Um, yeah. we, we comic book readers, we, we know what to expect. We know what's going to happen. But for, once again, for the MCU is big picture. I, I think we will see that by the time, you know, we're both in our 40s. We will see the, the new introduction to that's all these characters. Fair. That's not fair. It, it's not that. fair, but, you know, that's just the way it's going. The way that they're on this pace, by the time we're in our 40s, we're, we're that's when we're going to be introduced to all these new characters. What are we going to do? First phase of Marvel three. took over ten years, and now we just started the second phase. So we're just in the beginning, bro. Hey, man. At least they made Logan in Deadpool. Like, <laughs> like those, those were refreshing. Like you had to wait through. Like I thought the Wolverine movie was great when he was like going to Japan and stuff. That was amazing. But it's just like you had to wait through so many other movies to get that solid movie. I hear you, man. Don't worry. I, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see what Marvel does. We could wake up tomorrow and everybody be like, "So, trailer dropped." So yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, shit. I'm still waiting the, on the original event. I'm still waiting on Namor to make his spot. You know. So like, they, they still have so much they have to uncover before we can meet all these other new characters. And that's why I think. Sorry to get off topic. I know we're ending, but that's why I think DC excels with that because they have the teen titan shows Blast and young justice young Blast they have introduced so many characters if you've watched young justice they have introduced so many characters the story marvel has more characters even if they do guess what they ain't using them i'm sorry <laughs> dc is dc yo dc got several different justice league movies justice league dark here's the thing though here's the thing they, though the justice league unlimited like they they have like the arrow universe the flash universe dude the Young average justice, fan are not Young watching justice. those projects it's, and that's why DC's they've already failing. watched them dc's not failing doom patrol bro oh come on i love like, doom patrol 
I oh, love dude. Teen Titans. I, I love all of that, bro. I, Young I, Justice I itself. But Young Justice by itself. Out there, they know nothing about that stuff. If you say yeah. Young Justice, people are going to be like, what are you talking about? <sighs> and that's a sad thing to say, but it's the truth. That's but that's all I'm saying. Like the average fan that I'm glad that I, I don't meet average fan standards because I'm sorry. Like I said, how that's many because you're a real years, comic book fan. But how many more years are we going to deal with the story of Iron Man? How many more years are we going to deal with the story of Captain America? Like, I understand. Yes, peppering new characters, but these legacies have been going on for over 15 well, years. Well, I mean, now. I they think the Captain America to... story just ended with them naming a new Captain America. I but mean, I even, think I think now we have if, to worry about, you know, Civil Warrior. A lot of people don't know Civil okay. Warrior is Sam Wilson as Captain America. They call him the new yeah. Cap, but he goes by Civil Warrior. Civil Warrior. So now and we're going to have to see Bucky's that introduction. Reign. And then you still have Bucky's reign as Cap. Like, exactly. They didn't even do it. So it's just like, there's so many. I mean, you know what Marvel did touch? Like, because uh, a lot of their cartoons, they have like the first Latin uh, female Captain America, first black female Captain America. Like they have a first lot black of these Spider-Man. Characters. See what I'm saying? Like Miles, Gwen, and all this stuff. Like they, they are cycling with that stuff, but I just don't feel for me, the, the the comic book fan who's just like, I'm already, you know me, I pick DC over Marvel, but I love Marvel just as as much. I I'm love sure when they the go projects. into their deeper roster, like Gwenpool <laughs> is one of my favorite characters. You know who Gwenpool is? Yeah, yeah. I do know. Gwen, Gwenpool, Gwenpool is. to me is she's the female Deadpool, and she mm-hmm. is just fucking hilarious. You know, she breaks the fourth wall and she does mm-hmm. everything Deadpool does, but on another higher level. So yeah. and she has swords. So <laughs> also and she's just badass. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think Marvel will break that wall. But once again, I don't think we're gonna see that for another 10, 15 years. And the way Justice the way, the way Justice League and DC is going, we're gonna be keep seeing that re- rebuild for the next 10, 15 years as well. So you know what? At least we're finally I, I like I said, I appreciate it with the cut did. So I, I want more of that. I'm interested for more of that. I would love to see Shazam. the Snyder Cut universe come to come to full effect, mm-hmm. but I don't think we're ever gonna get it, man. I doubt it. After those numbers, like I said, just like with Jupiter's legacy getting canceled, we could wake up tomorrow and somebody else picks it up. We'll see. And but on that yeah. note, we're gonna yeah, have yeah, to we- end the show. Uh, we can talk more about the next episode. Hey, man, it's been fun. Thank you for your time. At, at this point in time, I'm just gonna have to say peace. Best be Stanley. <laughs> RIP. Right,